With public trust in traditional institutions wearing down, trust in our workplaces could matter more than ever. So how can HR play a role in building trust within an organisation? I'm Hamish Coots, and you're listening to Talent Talks, brought to you by SEEK. Claire Murphy is an experienced human resources practitioner and director of HR at not-for-profit organisation EACH. Claire joined us at the ARI convention in Brisbane to talk about how trust is key to any organisation's success. What is trust when it comes to the workplace? What does what trust actually boil down to? I think doing what you say you will do. Mm-hmm. So um, there's an annual global trust survey, um, Edelman's Trust Barometer. Okay. And one of the things that that's found is that employers are actually now the most trusted institution. So that's quite a significant statistic. So in Australia, 75% um, of Australians put their employer as the first um, you know, institution they choose from that list. So the most trusted institution. But the stats also show that less than half of us actually trust our employer. So we're kind of saying if we're forced to choose, three quarters of us will pick um, our employer, but less than half of us actually do trust our employer. Yeah, sure. And some of the key things um, that are important to building trust is clear communication, so open, transparent communication, doing what you say you'll do, living the values, things like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so those are the, you know, the key foundational things of building trust. Generally, if we look at society, and I guess you know, we're coming out of a few royal commissions, etc., it feels like institutional trust, if we can touch on that for a minute, is probably potentially at an all-time low. What are some key areas within organisations where trust can actually be an issue, though? I think any organisation where you're not seeing leaders doing what they say they will do is going to cause um, issues. Um, So in HR, we're constantly trying to initiate strategic change Mm. to drive business outcomes and contribute to the bottom line. But if people are not trusting HR's motives, um, then they're not going to get on not going to get on board um, with the strategies and things that you're trying to do. Um, So I've done a lot of one of the things that I think is really important um, in building trust is quick wins and that's one of the things that um, I've been talking about is quite often we we focus so much on the bigger picture strategic things and we forget about there's often a lot of really simple little things that we can do that build trust that all kind of add up so that when you want to do something Mm. more significant you've got the runs on the board. But what are some of those examples about those quick wins? Yeah so one of the things that I did at each not long after I started was the personal leave policy. Now most people go on policies I don't want to deal with that that's really boring but there's some great opportunities in making some of those simple changes. And rather than being the policy police, I think HR needs to move away from thinking about you know, the minority that do the wrong thing and writing policies to that audience and shifting it to, well, what, the majority of people are doing the right thing, so let's pitch it at that. So at each, we had a personal leave policy that required a medical certificate on a Monday, a Friday, before or after a public holiday, before or after leave, and if you'd had more than three days in a year, which is nearly every time you need to take personal leave, you need a certificate. Mm. Now, I've got a two-year-old and a four-year-old, yeah. so every time I had to take carer's leave, you're trying to drag sick kids off to get a, you know, to get yeah. a certificate. So yeah. we changed that. We yeah. just took it all away, said, you know, if you're going to the doctor, get one. Otherwise, don't worry about it. We trust you to do the right thing. And I had a flood of emails of staff going, oh, it's great to be treated like an adult. Yeah. And so things like that build that trust for then sometimes when you have to do things that are not so popular, um, you've built up a bit of collateral and trust in staff that you are trying to do the right thing. Like what you hear? Tune into more Talent Talks by hitting the subscribe or follow button in your favourite podcast app. Just search Seek Talent Talks. 
How do you see trust differing between the generations that are in the workforce now? What um, a lot of the research found, um, so Ernst & Young's done some studies on it, Edelman's Trust Barometer also touches on it as well, is that the key themes of what people want and expect from an employer actually doesn't differ very much depending on the generation. So how you might roll something out may be different. So we're, um, communication is a good example. Mm. So all of the generations, there's very little percentage change in how important communication is to trust. Yeah. Everyone expects trust and communication. Um, but how you might communicate may be different to the generation. So I'm going to very, you know, really stereotype yeah, here. Sure. But yeah. baby boomers want face-to-face, -face, millennials yeah. through technology. Mm -hmm. um, so how you communicate might look different. But basically everyone expects open, honest, transparent communication. And in terms of trust, where does that fit into business outcomes? Can a company achieve real growth and dependency without trust in it? I think it goes back to if you don't have trust, you're not going to have a strong culture. Yeah. And you need a strong culture to yeah. achieve business outcomes. How can you measure success when it comes to trust in the workplace? What are some of the things perhaps you're doing at each and also some things that you've seen within the industry as well? So I think informing people and being transparent and giving people the information is really important to building trust rather than just saying, well, this is how it is. Yeah. So I think we've really gone from you know, HR being that you need to, you know, tell you if you need to know. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. No. People just yeah. expect to be told and to be able to input and have a voice. But the second part, which, which fascinated me right from the go, we sort of come in, it was around common sense. Yes. And it's the old saying, the only thing common is about common sense, this is not very common. <laughs> but when we're talking about achieving business outcomes, what does that mean? For me, I think it just means, you know, doing what you say you're going to do. So going out and, you know, talking to people. And, you know, by um, talking to people, I actually mean listening to people. Yeah. So if you want to know what staff want, you can sit in an office and assume that you know and apply all sorts of, you know, HR theories and practices yeah. to it. Yeah. So go out and talk to people. So I go out and I work from a different site at least once a fortnight, if not more. And I often get, well, that, you know, I don't have time to do that from other managers and leaders. But doing that has actually made me more successful in the things that I've tried to do. Because when you just sit there and listen to what's going on for staff, they'll tell you what they want and they oh, tell yeah. you what they need. And then you just go and do it. Yeah. And to me, I just kind of go, it's not rocket science. Yeah. You just go out and talk to people, understand what their challenges are. Then you can understand how you can actually influence change. And it's also a great opportunity to test your ideas to think, you know, oh, we're thinking of changing this or we're thinking of implementing this or how would we go about doing this? And, and they will tell you. Um, and you can start planting seeds and, you know, get people on board with things before you even start kind of officially trying to roll things out. We've kind of lost that viewpoint and, and that common sense approach of actually sitting down and talking with people and, yeah. and getting... Well, not necessarily consensus, but their opinions. Collaboration. Collaboration. Yeah. Have you seen a bit of a change there in other managers through your success? Yes. Actually go, well, hang on, we're yeah. kind of onto something here. Well, the rest of the executive at, at each have now committed to doing the same thing. So yeah. part of our um, engagement survey, we had the executive were workshopping and what were our specific commitments. So our, the commitments of the executive at each were around increasing visibility and communication. The feedback that I've had has been so positive that now that they've, they've decided they're all doing the same thing now. So we all have a commitment to be, and you know, each has about 70 different sites, so there's always a new one to choose from. Yeah, okay, sure, <laughs> sure. Is that the, the largest role that HR has to play when it comes to, to you know, to bringing common sense into that, is to really, I guess, lead your yeah, leaders? Yes. Is, is, is that where you see you having the biggest influence? leading by example, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think it is just sometimes just going, why would we do that? Yep. Like, and, and pulling people out of that instead of being the kind of policy police and focusing on, you know, the risk. Like, yes, we have to manage risk, 
but let's not assume that everyone's going to do the wrong thing. We've had debates about, you know, changing the personal leave policy. And you just yeah. go, this is just, it's common sense. Like, yeah. you know, you guys don't put certificates in, so why are we expecting sure. everyone else yeah, to? Yeah, you know, yeah. and so sometimes it's just kind of being that that voice in the room that just goes, well, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, why? That, who what does that make to sense achieve? to? Yeah, yeah, okay. Why is it so important to organisations now and what does it mean for a leader to actually be authentic in your eyes? Yeah, when I used that term in the presentation, I was kind of going, oh, do I want to use that? It's become such a buzzword and it does sound a little bit wanky. But for me, I think authentic leadership is, is doing what you say you will do. And that's what the surveys on trust are telling us, that people just want leaders who are going to do what they say they will do. And that's, for me, what I think authentic leadership is about, is being visible, getting out there, being genuine about that. So not just kind of wanting to get out there just so that you can say that you that you are and you're yeah. visible, but actually be wanting to engage with people and understand their points of view and understand what's happening are some of the key things that I yeah. think is really important in, in being authentic. It's and prioritising it as a leader is genuinely important yeah, to be out there. Yeah, being and out with, there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things that we can do is actually being out there and being visible because HR are quite often seen as the people in you know back of house that yeah. you know the process the payers or hire and fire people and you know I've worked really hard to shift that perception that HR is just about hiring and firing and you just contact us if you want to hire someone or if you've got someone you want to sack. Yeah. Like there's a whole range of other activities and, and ways we can support the organization that if you're not visible though and talking to people you don't often hear about it. So quite often being on um, Visible, people will say, oh, Claire, while you're here, um, this is coming up. And I'm sure a lot of those things would not have made their way to me if I hadn't been present. What role does HR have in ensuring and building authentic leadership? Um, You you can talk from what you're doing at each, but also what Mm. you've seen perhaps in the past as well. You know, does it start with identifying great authentic leaders? Yeah, I think identifying what what are those capabilities or what are those characteristics that makes someone a good leader. Yeah. I think there are a lot of natural tendencies, but then there are also things where skills can be built. Yep. So it's identifying that pipeline, I think, too, and ensuring that the people who are coming up um, are being given the skills and capabilities to succeed in that. Yep. And I think setting the values of an organisation to ensure things like that are valued um, yeah. is important as well. It's not just about hitting your KPIs. Yeah. It's about how you've gone about doing that yeah. that's important. So the organisation needs to hold people you know, accountable. What are some of the traits that you see, and we certainly know about being authentic, but within great authentic leaders, what are some mm. of those common traits, I guess, that if you were to cast your mind back and reflect on some of the, the great managers I'm sure you've got at each, yeah. is there some commonalities that, that they have? Yeah. Um, I think just, you know, going back many, many years, I think some of those authentic leaders, you know, have a great ability to communicate. I think the difference between being a good leader, you know, doing your job well and being a great leader is the ability to communicate. So I think that from HR perspective, we've kind of been there, done that, whether we need to be more financially literate, we need to be able to talk the talk financially. Now I think we need to be able to communicate because that's been a key skill that I've found with all of the really authentic leaders that I've had. And it's people who can say when they've stuffed something up or something hasn't worked and can be themselves and, you know, talk about their families and what's going on and not try and be above everyone else. Yeah. I think that's really important. That was Claire Murphy, HR Director at Each. For more Talent Talks episodes, subscribe or follow Seek Talent Talks in your favourite podcast app.